Greetings, Blind Faith Podcast listeners, and welcome to another episode of the Blind Faith Podcast. I'm your host, Reverend Craig C. Edgley Jr., and the title of today's episode is, It Was Necessary. It Was Necessary. So our scripture is going to come from the book of James, first chapter, beginning at the 12th verse. And it reads, Blessed is the man who perseveres under trial, for when he has stood the test, he shall receive the crown of life. And I know this is a familiar passage of scripture. I know we've covered this passage of scripture before, but this happens to be my favorite passage of scripture. And so uh, I wanted to come with some new revelation that, that God brought to me. And the title of today's lesson is, Because It Is Necessary. Because it was necessary. When we talk about being blessed, oftentimes we hear many different definitions uh, of what it means to be blessed. And so in this scripture, it says, blessed is the man. And, and, and it, it could be translated as woman, mankind, or man. Uh, and so blessed is the man. And, and when we think about that definition of blessed, one thing that comes to mind is to be given perfect happiness with great joy. And so when we think of the concept of being blessed, we think about having perfect happiness with great joy. When God gives us perfect happiness and when God gives us that, that unfading joy, that's one way to think about being blessed. Another way to think about being blessed is to be consecrated and set apart as sacred in the eyes of God. Uh, an individual is deemed to be blessed when God has consecrated that individual and set them aside for sacred use within his holy kingdom. And then finally, another definition of being blessed is to be preserved by God. Within this passage of scripture, the revelation came to me that God wants to preserve us. And God has preserved us. If we think about all the trials that we've gone through, we've come through pandemics. Now we've come through all kind of West Niles and we've come through all kind of highs and lows in life. We, most of us have seen financial hardships We've seen emotional hardships. We've seen relationship hardships. We've seen uh, um, employment hardships. We've, we've seen hardships on every front. And, and, and the thought just came to mind when we talk about the concept of being blessed. What if being blessed does not mean that, that I'll never go through a storm? But in retrospect, what if being blessed means that in the midst of the storm, God will preserve me and keep me and bring me through and out of the storm. When we talk about the process of preservation, we can make a comparison to what happens when people preserve food. Oftentimes when people want to preserve food, they put it through a process of drying, freezing, or even sealing. None of these things sound quite uh, uh, um, 
joyous or fun. <laughs> nobody wants to be dried out. Nobody wants to be frozen. And nobody wants to be sealed off. But sometimes it's necessary for us to be dried out. And sometimes it's necessary for us to be frozen. Sometimes it's even necessary for us to be sealed up in order for us to be preserved from the elements around us that is trying to destroy us internally and externally, sometimes God has to put us through a process of, of freezing or drying or, or even sealing up in order to preserve us. Not only do people use uh, drying and freezing and sealing, sometimes they even use fermenting. Uh, fermenting is a process where, where things break down on the inside of you in order that you might release an, an alcoholic substance that will fight off any of the bacteria and germs that, that seek to destroy you. And so oftentimes we panic when we, when we notice that God is breaking us and breaking us down. But understand that part of preserving us is sometimes we have to go through the process of fermentation in order for God to break down that which is on the inside of us and release that good thing that he's placed down on the inside of us that will shield us from everything that's trying to destroy us on the outside. And so breaking down is not always a bad thing. Sometimes we ought to see it as a part of the fermentation process in which God is using our brokenness to preserve us in the midst of life's most challenging and, and, and crazy circumstances. Finally, the, the next process that, that people use to preserve food is they submerge it in an acidic substance or an oil substance or even a salt substance. And sometimes this process of being submerged in the oil or the acidic substance or the salt, it, it preserves the food from going bad. Sometimes we need to be submerged in the Spirit of God. We need God to immerse us in His Holy Spirit because it's the preservation of the Spirit of God that will keep us and sustain us and give us strength. And so when we go through trials, if we've been submerged in the oil, in, in the oil of the Holy Spirit, we have joy that will sustain us through the trial. We have peace that will sustain us through the trial. We have strength to make it through the trial, not because we're superhuman or not because we've been so good or because we are just that good, but because God has submerged us in his Holy Spirit, and it's the oil of the Spirit on the inside of us that keeps us in peace. It keeps us patient. It keeps us in, in, in strength. It keeps us in, in our right mind. It gives us health. It gives us uh, the ability to hold on and hold out. And so trials are inevitable. Uh, trials uh, are something that we will never be able to escape here in this life. We'll never be able to escape trials in this life because the kingdom of darkness is always going to be fighting against the kingdom of light. It, it's been around since the beginning of the ages uh, uh, when God threw Satan and a third of his demons uh, from, from the heavenly realms. When, 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 God, uh, when, when Satan met with God and wanted to, uh, to test Job, it, it's been this battle of, of darkness versus light. When Satan met with Jesus out in the garden and, and tried to tempt him, it's been this battle of darkness versus light. Ever since the beginning of creation, there has been a struggle, uh, a battle uh, 
shall I say, between the kingdom of darkness and the kingdom of light. And so therefore, the kingdom of God will always face hardships, persecutions, trials, and tribulations. But understand that our trials that we go through are producing perseverance. And it's necessary for us to go through some of these trials that we face in life in order for God to work perseverance within our spirits, within our hearts, and within our minds. And how do you know that the preservation process is working unless it goes through the test, unless it is being tested to see just how good the preservation process is working? And so sometimes we go through the trials and tribulations, but it helps to build our preservation. Christians are destined for trials. And, and, and one thing I want to, to really point out is that not all trials are attributable to God punishing us. So many times we think when we go through the storm and when we go through the rain, that it's all about God punishing us. We know the deeds that we've committed against God and against uh, our fellow brethren, and we know how we know our worst sides. Nobody knows your worst sides like you know your worst sides, and it's that that guilt and that shame and of of knowing all of the sins that you've committed against God and against your fellow brethren that leads you to believe that God is always punishing us when we go through trials and tribulations. But that is so not the case. Sometimes God takes us through the trials and the tribulation not to punish us, but to perfect us. Not to punish us, but to refine us, to make us better, to make us stronger, to build up perseverance. When has there ever been a situation in the history of mankind, in the history of our existence, in which God did not rescue his believers out of danger? People see that believers pass on from, from this life to the next life, but that does not mean that God did not rescue them because we know that we're ambassadors for Christ, that we exist here in this earth for a moment and a season, but that in the end, we're going to transition to a place that's far, far better, a place from which we have come from and a place from which we must and will, we desire to return to a place where the streets are paved with gold, where there's mansions not built by hand, and there's no more sorrow, pain, sickness, death, no more trials and tribulations. And so, consider it necessary. Think about your storms that you've been through all throughout life. Yes, yeah, some of us have seen some hard trials and tribulations. We've experienced somebody hurting us. We've experienced the pain of losing a loved one. We've experienced financial hardships. We've experienced uh, uh, hardships on our job. We've experienced relationship hardships. We, we've experienced trials and tribulations. Think of everything you went through. And everything that God has brought you out of. And understand that it's necessary. It was necessary. If we really truly living for the crown of life.
if our goal is not not just to have the most money and to be the most successful and to be the most popular and and, and to 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 uh, be the most favorite of the favorites and the lovable of the lovable and the likable of the likables and have everything easy and have everything handed down to us and never experience hardship and pain and persecution, then that goal as a Christian, at least, is unrealistic. But when your goal is to receive the crown of life, count it all joy. Count it all joy. Every trial, every tribulation, every test, every storm that you've had to weather, count it all joy because when you receive that crown of life, you can look back and not only will you say it was necessary, but beloved, we'll say it was worth it. It was worth it. It was worth every storm. It was worth every hardship. It was worth every trial. It was worth every tribulation because I'm going and we're going as the body of Christ to a place called paradise. And, and, and don't get it twisted. God will bless us here in this earth as well. We don't have to, to wait for paradise because we can experience taste. We can taste paradise here in the earth. But at the end of the day, this earthly stuff is temporary. And don't get so caught up with the taste of paradise that God give you. When one day we'll receive our crown and see paradise for ourselves. May God bless you and may he keep you is my prayer.